Gotta be beep. Oh my god, my chair broke. Okay, hold on. Welcome to Black and Animated. Where Wayman almost died. I almost died. I fell off my chair, y'all. But he's okay now. Or my chair broke, and I have something in my pocket that's sticking me, actually. Oh, yeah. Is I found a, a pen? A, I found a Furby pen. Is that Furby on, on fire? Yeah. But it's, like, cool? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, understand. It's hey. like welcoming the sweet embrace of <laughs> <Yeah>. death. <laughs> like, I guess this or is it. Or it controls the fire. Oh, God. Furby firebending. <laughs> I'm, your, I'm your co-host, Bree. And I am also your co-host, Way. <laughs> and we're here to talk about something very, 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 very special that we're honestly surprised it took us this long to talk about. Not because we didn't want to talk about it, but it's also like... Huh, why haven't we talked about this quintessential show that's important to, like, black kids all over the place that are in the 26, 22-something R-age range? <laughs> might say it's shocking that we haven't talked about this show uh, yet. Yeah. Man, I wonder what show that is. Uh, Fillmore. <laughs> ah, Fillmore, I'm on it. Beep. <laughs> no. Oh my god, I do actually want to talk about Fillmore. We'll talk about Fillmore, but, but today is not this day. Today, we're here to talk about another great show. Fillmore. <laughs> well, you're close. Fillmore, the series. Uh, Coming to Cartoon Network. <laughs> I, I feel like I wouldn't mind watching a Fillmore like animated series? Anime. Just about him. <laughs> uh, did you say Philomar <laughs> yes. anime? Yes, I did say Philomar anime. <laughs> no, um, we're talking about Static Shock. Guys. Static Shock! Got a BBB superhero. Superhero Static Shock. Woo-woo! Man, Static Shock is such an awesome show. It is. It's so great. Um, Why are we talking about it again? Well, we're talking about it just because, uh, as we mentioned earlier, it's just kind of one of those uh black characters in media that was such a surprise and so refreshing to see as a young child like you didn't really register it because you know as a kid you're like i'm gonna ingest whatever media is in front of me Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. i'm sure that a lot of black children might have had like a certain connection even if they didn't realize it to static as a whole because it's like oh somebody that looks like me on screen you know Mm -hmm. and just like there weren't really there weren't there wasn't really a black superhero besides Jon Stewart in Justice Lantern. League. Yeah. Yeah, who's the Green Lantern who appears in an episode actually of Static Shock and the Crossover. Mm-hmm. Um he and Static were really some of the like only ones really for that particular generation of kids, our our generation of children basically. Mm-hmm. And we're just here to talk about it and like why it's so important, but we're going to focus on three really good iconic episodes specifically not the Mm -hmm. whole not the whole thing because that'd be a lot yeah that'd be way too much there's like what three seasons and how many episodes per season like 13 or 12 or something i don't know around that much yeah i guess it's not a lot but it's a lot to talk about in one like short form podcast i'm trying to keep this tight y'all yeah yeah so we're here to talk about three episodes of sad shock they are sons of fathers jimmy and static in africa and these three episodes are just some of the, as we said before, like kind of like the iconic ones that really stood out because they had a message to 
to tell. A huge, and, a big message. And they talked about subject matter that people, like, weren't afraid to show children. Yeah, it, it just was, I don't know, back then in the early 2000s. Back in the 90s! Back in the 90s, back in my day. Back in the early 2000s, <laughs> cartoons were better. What's on TV now? Oh my god. Hopefully, hopefully Do you remember Symbiotic Titan? Oh my gosh, Symbiotic Titan. Ed, Ed, Nettie? You guys remember me Ed, Ed, Nettie? Oh yeah, that was Craig That's Creek. That's a Craig yeah. Creek reference that we're doing right hopefully there. Hopefully we don't sound like that, but we are about <laughs> to basically say that. But, no, 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 we're not going to say that. But, um, it is true that... Like, back in, like, the 90s, I mean, even 80s, but, like, um, 90s uh, to early 2000s, like, uh, there was, storytelling was allowed to, like, be a little bit more open with yeah. its morality and, like, uh, lessons learned and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, such as a cartoon having a gun in it that kids are going to watch like that gun. would not ha- I don't think that's ever going to happen ever again. Um Unless it's, like, a, I don't know, some type of cool toy gun that could be sold. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, my point is, like, um, the drama that was that was portrayed in shows uh, back then, before the 2010s, it was just a lot more open and, like, uh, was able to tell these different dramatic stories and give these very interesting and uh, just kind of hard to to tell lessons mm-hmm. or how to, hard to teach lessons but uh these three episodes are instances examples in which uh these very hard lessons to teach are just told very well racism <laughs> richie's father's racist guys <laughs> so do you want to okay so we're gonna go through the, the like quick long lines yeah just just a quick little long line of what each episode's about okay so sons of fathers richie's dad is racist <laughs> <laughs> all right word so oh wait well, should we say what static is exactly about or are we just assuming that people know I mean, if you don't know what Static Shock is, why are you here? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. I guess some people legit might not know what yeah, Static is. It's like, we're just starting with Richie's dad is racist. It's like, yeah. who's Richie? Why is his racism matter? <laughs> yeah, basically Static Shock is a... His name is his real name is Virgil Hawkins, and he's a young middle junior high <laughs> high school jun junior high school maybe. I think he's a freshman in high school. Yeah, he's he's either in eighth grade or freshman in high school, one of the two, mm-hmm. and he lives in fake America town of <laughs> Dakota, Dakota Dakotaville. Or Dak- da- it's just Dakota. Dakota. It's just Dakota. Dakota City. Yeah, not nondescript America <laughs> town with with a hood called Dakota. Yeah, I always thought it was like North or South Dakota because of that, because it's called Dakota City, but it's just it mm-hmm. is just called Dakota City. It's not actually in South or North Dakota. Yeah, and um. Virgil becomes the superhero known as Static Shock, who, if you know DC Comics, there's also a character named Black Lightning who has very similar powers. Oh, snap. So, Static is an electric man, and he can do really cool stuff with his electricity powers. Oh, snap. Yeah. Samples. He can shock, put a shock to your system. system. (laughs) And he can BBB superhero. (laughs) Static shock. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. And his best friend Richie, um, basically just kind of helps him out and is his guy in the chair to some degree, as those in the Spider-Man Homecoming knowledge would know. The guy in the chair. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what that means because I haven't seen that movie. Uh, Wade from Kim Possible. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Oh, the guy in the chair. <laughs> yeah, the guy in the chair. <laughs> Yes. Or or also also Richie is just kind of like cool hip hop and white kid best friend and then he becomes um like gear. the sidekick gear. Yeah. In the third season? Yeah. Just in season three, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um but Static Shock um originally was a comic book series published by Milestone uh, Milestone Comics. Yeah, Milestone Comics. Uh co created by Dwayne McDuffie who Many people know as a very well-known writer for a lot of the DC Animated Universe series Rest stuff. Rest in Power. Rest in Power to Dwayne McDuffie. He also did a lot of writing for the first run of Ben 10 as well. Oh. And he he's just, he's pretty well-known in like just like the writing for like TV series animation. It, also, there is a Dwayne McDuffie Diversity Award that is in his honor that our previous guest, Nyla McGruder, won. Was the first winner. She was of. the first winner of yeah. when they um instilled that award in. Mm-hmm. And Milestone Comics eventually became part of DC, mm-hmm. and that's how, at least that's the beginnings of how Static became part of like the DC superhero universe because mm-hmm. he encounters Batman, the Justice League, Joker, like all those guys. He joins really. Young Justice or the Teen Titans or Young Justice at some point. Um, I think he was gonna. Or, yeah, he was going to. Um, I'm not too familiar with comic book verse lore, but as far as, like, DC animated series lore, at least during the time that Dwayne McDuffie and um, Bruce Timm and all those guys were writing stuff and leading things, I'm more familiar with that. Hmm. Um, so I know that there was an attempt to bring Virgil into Young Justice when that went down. I have not seen the new Young Justice that just dropped, so he might be in that. I'm actually not sure. I didn't know that dropped. Yeah, I think that dropped already. Pretty sure it did. Is there like a DC app or something that it's available? Uh, yeah. Is it on Amazon? What's going on? I think it's on the app. If I'm misspeaking, viewers will let me know. <laughs> Email us at blackandanimated at gmail.com. Yeah. But yeah, that's a static and a quick down and dirty nutshell. There's more to it, but yeah. quick synopsis of that. Yeah, so yeah, okay, so we know what static is. So these the episodes. Sons of the Fathers. The son of fathers. Wait, is it Sons of Fathers or Fathers of Sons? Sons, sons of, fathers. of Fathers. Okay, so Sons of Fathers, um, uh, quick synap. <laughs> uh Virgil is uh, kind of wonders why Richie's always hanging out with him and that always at his house. So he's just like, hey, let's hang out at your house, Richie. And Richie's like, okay, um, fine. He's kind of reluctant, but he's like, you know what? You're my friend. You do like you should be able to come over to my house whenever you want to. I mean, you know, we're friends. And um, he kind of like tries to choose a night where his dad's not home, but you don't really know why mm-hmm. um, until his dad comes home unexpectedly early. Whoa! Oh. And we we come to find out that uh, Richie's dad is racist. I gotta deal with him all day, and now I got one <laughs> in my house. He has a lot of like you know um just bigoted uh, um I don't know talkatry <laughs> bigoted talkatry. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like t- kind of talks down to Virgil and like just makes him feel like another, and it's pretty intense to watch. 
And, uh, yeah, basically that ep- the episode kind of, like, just goes through, I don't know, how to, I guess, how to respond, I mm-hmm. guess, to, to that type of um, encounter. And not only that, just has um, a, a follow-through of teaching, I guess, the, Richie's father that, hey, you're wrong. Yeah. And this is not right. And wrong. Here's why you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And yeah, it's just a magnificent I don't know, it's just it's simple yet it's just done very well that just makes me want to applaud. Yeah. Yeah, it's kinda like, wow, this is just it's very simple and it's not kinda like I don't know, sugarcoating it. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, he thinks that he's he's worth less because yeah. of the color of his skin. And it's not hide it's not sugarcoating it. It's not hiding it's it. It's not hiding it. It's not like oh it's look, this is an animal and he's an animal, but this animal doesn't like this type of animal. So uh, yeah. you shouldn't do that, kids. No, it's very much like these are humans. Yeah, and not not and not that I like. Uh, I'm saying that Teen Titans is any less for doing this, but like. I appreciate Static being sort of upfront about it, whereas Teen Titans kind of did it through a different lens. Yeah, wait, what episode was that? I feel like um, I remember this. Happening. I don't know what the episode title is, but it's but, like, but it's when that one other alien guy comes to town right. and he starts calling Starfire um a, a trog or, or some, some a derogatory yeah. word. But like and they don't like the rest of the team doesn't know it's derogatory. Yeah. And she's like, Oh ha, huh, this is funny. Yeah. But then like she tells him, Hey, this is actually a derogatory word. She tells it to um to she she tells it to cyborg. Oh, cyborg yeah. She talks she talks to cyborg specifically. Oh, and yeah. I mean it's pretty obvious why she's having this chat with cyborg about it because I mean Victor Stone is a young black man who was also transformed into a cyborg guy. Mm-hmm. Um but then at the end like they have an interaction where um he says like he understands like being called something different. And then she's like, "What? Well, how do you know?" And he's like, "Because and you're like, <gasps> and then he says, because I'm like part robot or part because machine. I'm a part robot. Ro- I'm part robot. And you're like, oh, well, okay, I get what you're doing, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. But they still framed it in a lens that was a little more digestible, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But Static was just like, no, this is racism. Yeah, this is yeah, this is racism. Yeah, like they say. Racist. They just, they just say it. They say it straight up. Yeah, Richie's like, my dad's a racist. And it's like, whoa, we use the word. Whoa. Yeah. But I mean, people people use different lenses in different ways to like frame stuff. But sometimes it's also good to just give children the benefit of the doubt when presenting media to them. Like, don't assume that the child is dumb or whatever because mm. like again it's good to frame lessons in certain ways mm. to make it more relatable for a child mm. but sometimes it's also it's okay to like you know be straight up with the kid with certain things too absolutely that's, that's kind of why like i applaud i really enjoyed zootopia but i'm also kind of tired of that of using animals as a way to like do that to frame bias and like racism and sexism through that lens because it's like you know you can don't assume that kids are don't assume that kids are dumb you know give them the chance to like think Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i also feel like it's not like 
a million percent um, creators thinking, oh, the kids, they're not going to understand it or we'll, we'll yeah. dumb it down. A lot sometimes it's kind of like parents are just like, w- w- what? Yeah. <laughs> I can't allow my child to know what this is yet. Like, yeah. I want to control when he learns or, or they or, learn this. Or it's like an executive or an S&P note, and this isn't us dogging on S&P. Standards and practice is a very important part of the process. They need to think about certain things because, you know, we as creatives and as production, like, we're in the thick of it. We're just, we're doing what we can to make the best product possible, but they have to also consider certain things that our heads aren't even thinking about, you know? So, shout out to S&P. Thank you for doing your job. Yes. Um, But sometimes I just feel like it's okay to, like, like I said, just be straight up with kids sometimes with, yeah. certain, with certain topics speaking of straight up with kids let's roll into jimmy <laughs> gun the gun <laughs> what a gun all right so yeah this static shock episode titled jimmy gun <laughs> titled gun <laughs> involves a static the frame the the story framing device is kind of static talking to like a therapist or a guidance counselor mm-hmm. about an event that happened which is so interesting um, to me at school it. or uh, at the yeah it's convention like a, center no it's like a school it's like a school counselor that they brought in to mm-hmm. talk to everyone after the incident yeah and because of the yeah, incident went down and basically this incident is about this kid named jimmy who was getting um bullied hard at school and um decided that um, or felt that he uh, couldn't take it anymore and brought a gun to school to shoot the school bully. Mm-hmm. And uh, accidentally shoots Richie. Richie gets shot! <laughs> Richie gets shot trying to, like, uh, stop this kid. Um, and, yeah, uh, it's, it's just... When was the last time you saw... Richie a... get shot? <laughs> when was the last time you saw chatter about school shootings and animated media? Because... Oh boy! Oh man, but wait, does it has that happened before? I don't think I don't think it's happened. I mean, not before. lately. Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember. Like I the... can't think of a one school uh, or a show that had school in it that was an animated show that also had a gun at the same time. I don't think so. Well, I mean, there's pro- there's been there has guns, to be... but I mean, no, but I mean, I said I'm saying schools. Like... And oh. a gun inside of a school. Oh, yeah. Being uh, shot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Of course there's shows with guns. Yeah. And also, I think that episode was specifically contracted to be like a... PSA? A PSA cautionary tale episode. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know what year that came out, but there might have been something that was going on. Yeah. Because I, I do recall, like, being younger and there were a lot of, like, bomb threats happening at school. Mm. At schools. Mm-hmm. And, like, my school got hit with one and we had to have, like, a lockdown for a while. Mm. But um, as far as, like, school shootings, I cannot recall. I couldn't tell you, but, I mean, I'm sure there were there, school yeah. shootings. And it's sad to say, to, to, to be like, well, I'm sure there was one, you know, because, like, it, that is it's it's very sad to just kind of be like, well. I can remember the one in um, Connecticut. I think it was, like, 2015. Mm-hmm. I think there were, like, a number of them in, like, 2015, 2016. Like, just, like, I mean, just nationwide i think there was actually one today was there yeah i saw people tweeting about it um although i don't know exactly where but i saw a previous podcast guest actually Mm. um kind of sat on twitter and bummed out about it saying like oh another one i'm so tired of this Mm -hmm. um i didn't investigate any further but that's definitely on my list of things to do to investigate and see what the heck happened 
because it's not great. It's not great, guys. Yeah. But to that point, this episode really talks about how, like, hey, this is a serious issue. I'm like, we need to, like, you know, talk about these things. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it involves bullying and it involves just, um, it, it involves talking to someone when you see them in trouble and mm-hmm. being bullied and kind of, like, talking about, like, bullying is bad, of course, you know, um, but also just what to do when, like, you know your friend has a gun or, like, knows, like, they're talking about they have access to a gun Mm -hmm. and, like, them just spotting signs of, like, hey, like, checking in with a friend who you feel like is going through something. Yeah, like, Um, like, not being, like, it's not, it's not someone's job to, like, save someone. Right. But, but it is good to, like, you know, like you said, check in on people and, like, reach out to folks. Yeah. Be like, are you, are you good? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? What mm-hmm. can I do to help? If you just need me to, like, sit here while you vent, that's mm-hmm. fine, you right. know? Um, And also, like, it also talks about, like, I feel like it, the point with school shootings and understanding, like, facts about gun violence and whatnot, but it, it also, maybe it, maybe this was their goal, but they also kind of talked about mental health as well yes. in this episode. Yeah. Because it's like, they were talking to a school counselor, and the school counselor's like, Virgil, it's okay if, like, you feel these confused, confusing emo- emotions about, like, being mad at Jimmy for shooting your friend, mm-hmm. being mad at yourself for not stepping in when you could have helped, mm-hmm. and being mad that, like, his dad had a gun for him to have access to. Like, you know, it, it's okay to feel. Mm-hmm. Like, my therapist told me that. Like, if I don't allow myself to feel sometimes, and, like, it's you need to let yourself feel emotions. Yeah, you gotta feel. Can you feel it all over. Can you feel it all over, people? Yeah. That's a, another show. <laughs> no, but um. Jimmy's yeah. a good episode. It, it was a very good episode. Yeah. Makes yeah. you really sad too because you know people. Everybody, every everybody knows a Jimmy. Maybe you are the Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And Wait, when you say Noah Jimmy, do you mean like the, Noah's the kid. A kid with a gun? No, <laughs> oh my we god. Only talk, we really only talked about the bullying and the gun. So are you talking about a kid that's being bullied or are you that's talking about I mean, yeah. his personality in the episode? Because he was kind of like a little, like a little, like, um, like I don't know, uh, I don't want to, well, maybe a little socially inept, like kind of like hard to, he, he was hard to talk to. And was had difficulty talking to others, mm-hmm. but like was also into like not uh, societally normal things. So people were like, "Oh, this quote guy's a little normal. yeah, exactly like quote unquote normal things." So people were like, "Oh, he's a little odd," but like, he was also like super creative and stuff. Yeah, you just need to like get him in the right space, and he can like blossom and be free, mm-hmm. you know. And get him away but, from that. But no, kid that, without the sleeves. No, but that's what I mean. That thirty-five year old kid. God, that kid's mine. <laughs> Looks like a grown man with a wife beater. It was weird. I was so like, who weird. is this? Like, do we ever see this kid again? Who is this kid that rolled off the off the set of West Side Story? Yeah, for real. He was hanging out with like Bart Simpson and that other boy did like Bart Simpson. <laughs> like, but no, that's what I mean. That like we all know Jimmy, or you could be the Jimmy, basically, mm. just someone who's like to themselves, and as as you said, and like it's okay to like you know just be a friend and if you feel comfortable to let people in at your you know at your own comfort you know Mm -hmm. yeah 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 
Such a good episode. And then there's the PSA at the end that. Oh yeah, there was a PSA. You, you have to have because mm-hmm. I this episode was like bleh, English was specifically made as like kind of a PSA about gun mm-hmm. violence in schools. Mm-hmm. Um, just some interesting facts. Yeah. So you gotta have that in there. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh yeah. That reminds me. There was the um. The, the man holding the little gun, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to bring up, but that's great that you brought that up. At the end of the episode with the PSA, there was a man. It was holding, a cop. He was, he was, yeah, he was a police officer. He was gigantic. <laughs> and he was holding a tiny gun. Like, he looked at it just so sad. <laughs> he looked, he like, like, frowned, like, shook his head, like, aw. <laughs> like, but it looks like, like all right. he did look like he was sad that this kid had a gun. <laughs> he was sad that the gun was so yeah. Oh, so great. No, I was gonna mention, um, we just kind of like rolling back to our point of like cartoons in the past dealing with like these um hard to deal with issues in a good way. Like um, my example that I usually go to when it comes to like guns, I guess, I guess, is um gargoyles. Is that gar- there's a gargoyles episode, which is I think the third episode of gargoyles. If you ever watched gargoyles, it's a great series. Right up top. It's about gargoyles, and they live in New York. And they is a gargoyle. And like, they, what you want? They befriend, they befriend a police officer, and in the third episode... She's Native American! And, so cool! Black and Native she's American. She's Black Native American! They have an so good! They, like, you know, feature her family. And, and she's awesome. dating Goliath, maybe? Uh, you're giving too much. I don't want to give this much information. Anyway... <laughs> If that, you be the judge. If that intrigues you, go find gargoyles. But make out with a gargoyle. The third episode, <laughs> they had Broadway one of the gargoyles. He's like one of the more um, happy-go-lucky gargoyles, and he accidentally friendly fire shoots Eliza, the police officer friend, um, because he's like, oh look at this gun is so cool, and he sh- like accidentally shoots her, and oh man he basically goes on a rampage of like trying to get rid of guns because he's like i shot my friend i'm bad but i need to get rid of this bad thing that hurts people um yeah it's a really good episode um and you should check it out if you can but yeah just just my point is basically shows back then Mm -hmm. just dealt with these issues in an elegant way and again not to like to be like well, you know, I mean, we have a lot now, which it sucks, but, like, considering the climate of the world right now in America in general, when there have been a very large chunk in the past couple years, like, a large chunk of, like, either shootings at schools or shootings, like, in public spaces, Mm -hmm. you'd think there would be something to address that in a way for children to, like, Mm-hmm. Uh, digest. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like there hasn't. Maybe there has, and Maybe, we yeah, just we haven't, haven't we seen just it. Haven't heard or seen of it. Yeah. yeah. This probably is one. Who knows? If you, if you, if you, that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> well, I don't know. Actually, uh, Spider Verse. When I think about it, almost, it almost kind of seems. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there was a gun in school. Though. Well, no, there wasn't a gun at school, but I think I talked about it in our previous episode that, like, um, I hope people have seen Spider-Verse at this point. <laughs> I uh-huh. Come on, it's been uh, forever. One week since you... <laughs> it's been one week since you look at me. 
the Digimon movie. <laughs> Wait, was that the Digimon movie? Yeah, it was a Digimon oh. movie when oh, Izzy's running. Was in and... like a Rob Schneider. <laughs> I'm I'm sure it or was. Adam Sandler. I'm sure it joint. was, but like like, so a, like a Spike Lee joint, Adam Sandler <laughs> I'm so joint. Sorry, that's the worst thing. I don't want to hear that again. <laughs> Oh, God, what if Spike Lee and Adam Sandler make a movie? I don't think Spike Lee would want to make a movie with Adam Sandler. Hey, let's not assume. <laughs> Spike Lee, do you want to make a movie with Adam Sandler? Email us at plackedanimated at gmail.com. I hope Spike Lee listens to our podcast. Spike Lee, if you're listening to this, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, and uh, you're just a huge inspiration, and um, it's just an honor for you to like, just have your ears on. Come hang cast, out with us, yeah, Mr. Lee. Just, Hang out. We can talk about like your favorite animated things. If you like animation, if you don't like animation, we can just talk about your favorite things. Like, well, if you don't like animation, you can't come. I mean, you just as if you don't like animate, we can just like talk about animation in front of you, <laughs> and you can just be here as we talk about anime. We can try to convince you. Like, he probably a... likes Dragon Ball Z because all black people <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> we can probably have a B and W episode where we're try to convince <laughs> Spike Lee to like animation. Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Spike Lee. <laughs> Oh my Spike. gosh. Spike, come on. Come on, Spike. Oh, come man. on. Come to the podcast. Speaking of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spike Lee. Speaking of uh, African dysphoria. Static. Diaspora. Wait, is it diaspora? 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 diaspora. Thank you. Oh my yeah. gosh. Diaspora. <laughs> that sounds like neospora and like a spray <laughs> or like an ointment. Speaking diaspora. Of, <laughs> speaking of diaspora. <laughs> oh God! Static Speaking means T'Challa. Of African <laughs> diaspora. Oof. Yeah. Um, which we we weren't exactly speaking about, but that's how I'm gonna segue. Um, static in Africa. Who meets T'Challa? Not really. That's Af- That's Africa. I mean, yeah, he, he meets T'Challa. He meets Yellow. And all <laughs> all the other Black Panthers is, is, is of the rainbow. He meets Yellow Panther. He meets Green Panther. Green Panther. Green Lantern Panther. <laughs> yeah, Static in Africa. What's up? Okay, so Static in Africa. Uh, Virgil and his family, dad and sister, go to Ghana, the country of Ghana, in the continent of Africa. We learned some cool facts about Ghana. Yeah, we learned some cool facts about Ghana. And um, there's this uh, angry yellow panther dude. and Not T'Challa. Not T'Challa. I can't remember his name, so we're just going to call him Not T'Challa. Not T'Challa. It's Yellow Panther. <laughs> it was his name, I'm sure. And... Um, <laughs> And basically, he is inter- we're introduced to this African superhero, Anansi. The spider. The spider. The trickster. He's really cool. Yeah. He's really cool. I made an OC based <laughs> on him when I was in, Continue. When I was little. Oh. Okay, so this is really dumb. But um, after I saw this episode of Static, I remembered it in my head for a long, long time. And then I got I was I got really like into Yu-Gi-Oh! again because of Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Oh. Shout out to Little Kribo <laughs> for doing that. Oh, and um, I made an OC named Bree who wasn't me. She's not me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and she was part of the African division of the Rare Hunters. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, <laughs> and her code name was, was the Anasi Spider. Because I remember that really cool character. And she... 
She was so off and the she, Yeah, <laughs> she had like a crush on Seto Kaiba after dueling him to steal his blue eyes white oh dragon. Gosh. And then other stuff happened. Don't worry about it. Oof, <laughs> Oof so much just happened. Oh, oh I was 14. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Static in Africa, we're introduced to... Virgil's probably 14. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah, we were introduced to an Aussie spider African superhero, and he's trying to, like, stop Yellow Panther from doing something. I can't remember. But Yellow Panther's a bad guy. He just needs to be stopped. He's trying to he get the treasure something. of the, like, uh, Ashanti yeah. tribe that's, oh, like, yeah. buried somewhere. Yeah. But the cool science archaeologist man is like, yeah, I discovered it, but he wants jewels down there if there are any, but I just want to do digging <laughs> I, just, and, I just dig it in history can you dig it can you dig it what's cool about this episode is that um whilst virgil and his family are on this trip in ghana he goes out one night and you know uses his cool static electric powers to contact his friend richie on like their walkie-talkies even though they're hundreds of miles away but because he has his cool powers he's like oh i can just you know bump up the signal with my electricity cartoon logic cartoon logic don't worry about it but he he sort of has this realization while conversing with richie about it saying like yeah like ever since i've been here i just feel like this connection you know he says that um he just feels different he's not a black kid he's just a he's just a kid and he's t- he tells Richie, is this how it feels for you all the time? And I'm just like, whoa! <laughs> so great. Whoa! Such a great movie. Richie's like, uh... He's like, I guess? <laughs> and it's not that Richie's uncomfortable. It's like, it's a reaction that I'm sure anybody who isn't a person of color would have. Because they'd be like, I don't know, I don't really think about it. Mm. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, when you're not a minority it's something that you don't think about because it's just normal for you to go about your business because there is nothing that is affecting you to keep you down systematically for for people of color for black folks like this is something that we have to think about on a daily basis and even if we're not necessarily thinking about on a daily basis there are things that we encounter in our lives that stop us in our tracks and it's like oh i'm black oh i'm latino oh these things are affecting me because of this I am, like, I'm just affected by certain things in my life that you as a white person don't really think about. And this isn't, like, saying that's bad on them. It's just, like, it's sort of this unconscious thing that, like, as someone who isn't a person of color, like, they're just not going to think about those things at all. Because, like I said, there's nothing affecting their lives that would systematically keep them down. So the fact that, like they have Virgil speak these words is just so powerful because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not just a black kid. I'm seen collectively, like, as, you know, as, like, a kid here with everyone. I belong. I'm not an outsider really anymore. Yes. You know? And yes. that's just that's just really powerful. Preach. And it, and it feels good. And, like, as a small little black child watching that, you're kind of, mesmerized by it you're like whoa okay this is pretty cool mm-hmm. and static ends up like <sighs> sorry i just got your breath <laughs> yeah i got your breath it's okay and static ends up 
partnering with Anastasia the Spider, and they end up, you know, teaming up and doing a cool superhero thing to stop the bad guys, and Static says that it just feels really good to have a role model to look up to, because he says, uh, just having a black superhero to look up to, like, I don't have that, and then Anastasia says that, like, well, superheroes, they come in all colors, you know, and he's right, their superheroes come in all colors. That's that. That's how it is. You know, mm -hmm. they're they're black superheroes, white superheroes. There's Latino superheroes. There's um, Mediterranean, Muslim people from India. Like you can have heroes, whatever ethnicity you want, mm -hmm. to represent you. Yeah. Although, for Virgil, he just said like, for him as a black kid, he feels like there's no one for him to look up to that he sees that looks like him, mm -hmm. and Anasi reassures him that you know there is a black superhero that they have over in the west and it's him it's static he is uh, that hero gives me, goosebumps. gives me goosebumps just he here is, i heard it, it gives he me goosebumps when the, you just said he, it again he is what he yeah, wants to be exactly. he is what he wants to see like yeah exactly you gotta be by like oh man it's mind-blowing because it's like ah oh, man and yes it, it's on it's yes it's on the on, nose but it's like it's effective. It's effective. It's a very effective. For kids. <laughs> on so many different levels because it's kind of like, hey, like... You he wanna... said what you were thinking. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can be... Like, oh my gosh. It kind of just reminds me of that that lesson from Spider-Verse where it's like, hey, you too can wear the mask. Yeah. Like, hey, you just gotta be... If you want to be that or if you want to have a story and see like i mean i'm I'm forming it into like a more like animated like storytelling thing but like mm -hmm. if you're not seeing yourself represented in animation or in storytelling in film and media like hey you can be that. you can be <laughs> yeah. that representation it's like yeah. us with this podcast mm -hmm. we didn't really see that representation of black voices in animation besides like maybe a couple people when we were in college like we didn't know anybody mm -hmm. and then as we got out here we started to realize like we're actually you know there are a lot of black folks out here working animation like we're here mm -hmm. and we want to help get those voices heard so that's why we do this it's the same thing mm -hmm. yeah it's very it's <sighs> it gives me goosebumps <laughs> it's, it's it's such a great moment and also like there are so many, like, families that enjoy Static. I know that my mom, when she saw it, she was just like, oh, okay. She was like, all right, now I like, like this. You, you keep watching this yeah, show. Yeah, keep, keep watching this. <laughs> my dad, he really liked it. Mm. My granny, like, everybody in my family, it's, it's like, it's the same thing where when Tiana showed up. It's the same thing when Obama showed up as president. And I know that there are, like, caveats to all of these things where it's not 100% perfect. Right. But seeing that representation really means a lot to people. Mm. So, and, and, and especially folks in the older generations, it's like, oh, I never thought I would see this, you know? Yeah. And that isn't to say that Static is the first, like, black superhero because, like, mm. there have been many others. Right. But a lot of those superheroes had, like black in their name yeah for whatever reason yeah they'd be like hey let's call out like what we see you are oh this is your ethnicity now it's your name but that doesn't invalidate them right because they're still there yeah but i'd say in the sense for our generation for pe for people who are our age now 
um, that were little back then when it came out. Static was just kind of this phenomenon because he was interacting with all these characters from like DC Legend and again mm-hmm. like other characters that have done before like Black Lightning and Black Panther was the Marvel crew and everything. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, there was, like just it, it was just something about Static that stood out. I feel like it was at huge least for us. I think it was huge because I mean, sure there were like uh black title characters probably in comics, but like, like there weren't steel. many animated uh superhero characters that were black, that were title characters. Yeah. You like, know? they were, like, either, like, a side character or part of the squad. But, yeah, no, this was... Like, right, he was the can, focus. All right, you're allowed to be, like, a main character if you're a part of a squad or if you're the side character that we sometimes go to. But, like, no, he yeah, he was the focus of the show. Mm-hmm. And that was super important. Yeah. So, watch Static Shot, guys, if you haven't. Yeah. yeah. If you have, I hope that we, you know, brought up some good memories for you, Static. Yeah. Because Static means a lot to us, and I hope he means a lot to you. Yeah, we hope you, uh, like Bree said, catch it, catch it. Inspired you to rewatch it if you watched it before. Gotta be, 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 gotta be, 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 superhero. Superhero. Static Static shock. shock. Yeah, watch the episode where little Romeo shows up. Watch the episode where the Backstreet Boys show up. Watch the episode where Shaq shows up. What? Shaq's in that episode? Now you have to rewatch. Now you have to rewatch Static Shock. Now you have to. Now you have to. Watch the episode where Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy hang out with this one girl from Dakota and Static and Richie are like, what the heck? (laughs) It's Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. Oh my god, did we mention the Shaq episode? What are you doing? Stop stop listening. Go watch the Shaq episode. What are you doing with your lives? Actually, though, there is like a very good episode that talks about people with disabilities and whatnot. Oh, with Rubber Band snap. Man, because he has dyslexia, and that's pretty good, too. Oh, snap. Yeah. I put a shock to your system. Static shock! Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. Keep up with us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Animated. And be sure to listen for more episodes on blackandanimated.podbean.com and on iTunes. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of the respective individual and do not reflect the views of our employers. Thanks, guys. Until next time, see you later.